0: all right welcome to six degrees special bonus episode today where we do a deep dive into one night in miami uh i'm here today joined by che malone welcome che
1: thank you thank you thanks for having me michael
0: yeah absolutely um you know i wanted to talk more in depth about this movie because it's a it's a little complex you know it's fictional account of uh very true inspirational relative people specifically in the civil rights movement uh it's a film about malcolm x muhammad ali jim brown and sam cook all meeting one night in miami and it's kind of a turning point in all of their their lives so just to kick it off uh what did you think about the movie overall Jay? uh
1: overall i thought it, i thought it was good it, it's definitely a worth watch uh it took me um a, a little while just to first to see where it was going at first to kind of get get into it because i didn't know what, what direction uh it was going to take because i'm one of those that's like i'm always trying to like see you know with movies where can i kind of figure out where where this is heading or what's the dynamic going to be like but but overall i thought it was a, a, a definitely a great movie uh definitely worth watching i thought regina king did a great job um obviously those that are familiar with her work and acting on that side she's kind of got behind the camera this this time and i thought she did a did an excellent job and and um, and I definitely think for those that are on the fence or wasn't wasn't sure about, us, should they check it out? Uh, definitely uh, worth watching.
0: Love it. Yeah, you mentioned Regina King. This is her directorial debut, so it's um, you know she you might be familiar with a lot of her great acting work. Um, one of the last things I saw was actually Watchmen. I don't know if you've seen. Yes, you've seen. That, yes, right? uh-huh. yeah. Another fantastic series on HBO came out a couple years ago. Right. Very relevant, uh, recommend. But um, yeah, so this is her first crack at directing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the movie opens up kind of as a a place setter for all of our characters. Where are they in their career? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe uh, Clashes Clay at the time <laughs> uh, was at a boxing fight. And you have Sam Cook that's at the Copacabana playing for um, a majority of white audience. You would then have Jim Brown, who's at the top of his game in football, mm-hmm. uh, really trying to question his next moves. Does he want to get into Hollywood? Does he want to get into acting? Uh, and then lastly, you have Malcolm X. Uh, I think the majority of people are familiar with Malcolm X. And this is just kind of another rendition or another look into his life and his his mentality mm-hmm. when he was you know, really paranoid about being killed, right. being assassinated. Mm-hmm. Um, So I agree with you, Che. On on the film as a whole, I thought it was a good film. I was a little hesitant to watch because when I heard that it was actually a fictionalized account on a very, you know, bi uh, biography on these four characters, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, What were your thoughts about kind of just that dynamic? Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. At first, I was uh, I was like yourself, a little hesitant as well. I was like, well, as I know know the uh, a little bit of a backstory on all those. three characters in, uh, in what their place in history and I'm like well they're not really here to speak for themselves so you could have both arguments is it going to be where uh, they they lived up to the hype and how they were portrayed and 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 um, I'm sure they the Regina King and consulted family and this and that and they were okay with the portrayal of them and the direction that the film was being taken uh, but that the same sense you could be like well they're not Here to speak for themselves and they could easily say well that's not how i would have done it you know like hey that's not that's that's a little out of character for me and that's where i guess i'm probably gonna have to go back and watch it maybe a, a second or even a third time just to kind of dissect what was um fact versus fiction you know because there's a lot of parts where they kind of it was really blended very well where you could get lost in the 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 factual stuff and then it blends right into what was you know not so not so true so um but i th- i thought um once i got into it started seeing how they were portraying their roles i thought it did a great job i thought she did a great job and and i did a little backstory re- researching on it too and i i realized that uh, i think it was Kemp powers is a story storylines from and he actually for those of you that have seen Soul already he's actually uh did Soul so the the Disney movie that everyone is uh, was ratting, raving about so um definitely great work yeah, we-
0: we, we, we did a mini movie review on Souls. Okay. So just a little, a little selfless plug there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, Kemp Powers, he was the writer uh, of this film. He also actually did the play. So this mm-hmm. is actually a play originally, and the screenplay is adapted from that. Um, and it kind of feels like a play as you watch it, right? Yes. Like the majority of the film takes place in a hotel room. And like you said, uh, when the movie starts it's a, it's a little slow it, it, it kind of takes a while to really pick up there's not really a lot of conflict um, but I felt like the conflict comes once the four mm-hmm. men are in the hotel room and you know a couple of them are expecting a party you know Cassius Clay just won his fight he's the new champ all this mm-hmm. and Malcolm X is having different plans right <laughs> he's, he's, he's <laughs> to take this opportunity to kind of Talk to the brothers uh, that he has in the room about the Brotherhood of Islam and try to recruit them in. Right. Uh, what What do you think about that?
1: And yeah, I, I he had a, a different agenda and rightfully so. He was dealing something dealing with something on a more personal level with with the Nation of Islam and, and Elijah Muhammad and, and at that time and what was going on. And I mean, Kennedy had just been assassinated, so there was a lot going on in his 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 circle. Um, but what I I, I liked and it's, it's subtle, but you you could argue you could argue this but i think the way they did it because we all know how great muhammad ali was or cassius clay at the time but um he wasn't that great yet remember he hadn't proven himself so it's arguably that jim brown and and sam cook are the most famous out of those four at right right now when you think about it sam cook has established himself um as as a blending um R and B and soul, bringing it in. I mean, you have obviously Jackie Wilson. let's say I think they have showed a little tribute to him. Uh, James Brown at the time time was you know great for for um, I think um, black people in general or just the music industry in general as far as soul. Obviously, he's the Godfather of soul. So, uh, but Sam Cook's right in there. So he's established himself already. But I think his hit Sam Cook's dynamic was okay. Questioning who his music was really for, and he's been making these love ballads and all this and that, but. Who was it really for? For was it for general um, his his people, or was it for white audiences? Or who who was it for? And I think that's what the argument started to come about with Malcolm because they were at each other's throat about who you you know Sam Cook's version of it is. I'm still doing rising up and bringing stuff back to our people and doing it for our people, but in a different direction where. Malcolm's is everything's for, is for Elijah Muhammad, the nation of Islam, you know, is from that dynamic. So, um, and then you have Jim Brown, like you mentioned pretty much, probably the superstar of the NFL at, uh, at the time and holding, ha- holding a lot of records that probably a few that still stand at the, of the day. A lot of them have been surpassed, but, um, those two, Sam cook and Jim Brown are arguably at that moment in time in that hotel room. Uh, Probably more famous and more have a greater influence than, than Muhammad Ali because not many people knew who what Cassius Clay was then until he was the heavyweight, uh, won the heavyweight bout.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think it's interesting that you mentioned Sam Cooke because I think, you know, kind of to get on the the point of like the fictional aspect, you know, I did some of the research as well. Mm-hmm. And part of the challenge is the research isn't necessarily clear either what's out there as far as what's 100% true, mm-hmm. what, what's not. Um, but one thing that I did notice is Sam Cooke, um, you know, a big point or the big conflict in this movie is kind of the philosophy conflict between him and Malcolm X, right? Um, you touched on that a little bit. Um, and it's interesting because I found that, you know, in the movie towards the end, Sam Cook ends up singing, uh, a change is going to come. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like showing him moving more towards, you um, empowering the african-american movement and the civil rights movement and kind mm-hmm. of speaking more life into the context and the struggle there interestingly enough in the research i found sam had already written that yes. song and performed yes. prior to that mm-hmm. night yes know? so <laughs> <laughs> for me i had a challenge just because the, mo- the movie itself, right? You're going to take liberties to make Hollywood mm-hmm. entertaining. But the fact that the main conflict that pushes the movie is, is what's fictionalized. And mm-hmm. that, you know, from all that I looked up, Sam Cooke and Malcolm X, didn't have any kind of beef. They actually were were really good friends. There wasn't this kind of conflict. So the main pusher of the movie is fictionalized, and I'm curious what your thoughts are. Um, is that fine for an artist to kind of take those liberties? Um,
1: I think that's that's. I think it comes with the territory with Hollywood movies. I don't necessarily always agree with it, especially with if, if it's supposed to be an autobiography or somewhat like that. I don't think they know what they call this. That, but, um, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's like. Well, if I'm going to watch it, I have to kind of just watch it for what it's worth, what it is, uh, 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 you know, uh, versus getting too in-depth with it and too involved because I don't know what is – factual versus what is not um but i do um i think it added an element added a layer because i think that's where like you said the film got good got going because it was like okay they're in this hotel and here you're thinking okay um they're just gonna have a kumbaya you know time and all get along whatever and then you know you see you see um malcolm starting to act a little suspicious got to go out to the the phone booth make a phone call and then you know and then they're thinking like you said they're gonna have Girls over, it's going to be a party, booze, you know, things like that. Going to celebrate the, the the title fight and everything like that. And and then, you know, it takes a personal tone with Malcolm because he's, he's trying to get back in the good graces of the nation of Islam, you know, because of the bad blood there between him and Elijah Muhammad, which is not really gone in depth in the film. But if you know his history and you've seen, read books and seen the film that, you know, um, I guess real quick for the audience is that um, Malcolm X... Didn't necessarily agree with some of the the teachings and things like that as he's gone as he went through through the um, the religion and, and and had altercations with Elijah Muhammad. One of them being because you know Elijah Muhammad had multiple children out of wedlock, um, and that didn't sit well with with um, with Malcolm X and what they were standing for at the time, you know. And then, but on the other side of the coin, Malcolm X, you know, said some some uh, unkindly things about you know uh, President Kennedy. Uh, after, after his assassination, and that didn't sit well with Elijah Muhammad. So this is this this dynamic that's going on that's being brought into um, mm-hmm. a personal note with with Malcolm, and so he's thinking he can get back in the good graces with by having because I, you got to think too at this time, if I'm not mistaken, there was no like dominant force that would would be the face of the nation of Islam. So I yeah. think in Malcolm's mind, he was thinking, well, if I get who's no bigger than than cassius clay you know and he and i think you 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 saw that a little bit when he first brought uh muhammad in and he was um they did the, the chant and they were praying and doing that uh to allah and whatnot and that was him trying to uh show that he was the one that we could take it to the next step take the, the nation of islam be the face um regardless of what happened to himself because he already had uh inklings about wow maybe this is my time's up You know something's you know maybe bad about to go down or happen to me. You know I maybe not gonna be around for much longer, but at least it's left in good hands. You know and 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 because you you saw that when they came back to the hotel and he he said that Malcolm said that he felt that there was a higher it was a higher calling. Like he was do this. It wasn't it wasn't so much uh, Muhammad Ali doing winning the bout. He he won the bout, but there was like a higher
0: power at at play that allowed him to win as well. You saw that and that. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what opens up that conversation right. of faith. Mm-hmm. And like, he, he Malcolm kind of says to Cassius, like, I'm glad you see the divine intervention that's mm-hmm. taken place. And that kind of just opens up the whole conversation of, you know, faith and, and, and what needs to be done to really get, you know, the, the movement right. going. Hey, everyone, it's Erica. Hope you are all staying safe and healthy out there. Just a quick reminder, we do have a Twitter and Instagram account. Our Twitter is at Six Degrees Pod. That's the number six, I-X Degrees Pod. And our Instagram is at Six Degrees Podcast. Same thing, at the number six, I-X Degrees Podcast. Everyone stay safe and save the bees. One one thing that I found interesting also is, you know, it it almost felt like, we got a cliff notes of all of these characters, right? I mean, this mm-hmm. film, you know, it, there's other days that take place, but it predominantly takes place in one night yes. <laughs> in Miami, mm-hmm. right? So it does a good, I think it does a good job of cliff noting everyone's kind of plight in their life at that time. Um, because there's so much you can dig into yes, each character, yes. right? But, mm-hmm. but that's not what this movie no. was about. Um, and interestingly enough, uh, I, I've again, through research and, and trying to educate myself, um, you know, Muhammad Ali ended up cutting ties with Malcolm mm-hmm. X and later on would say that's probably the biggest regret of his life. So I think this real, this movie really kind of sets the stage of a boiling mm-hmm. point in American history and civil rights movement and these 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 leaders. Um, so I had trouble initially uh, coming to terms with a film that has so much importance, uh, not just with the context of it, but the people in it to then fictionalize mm-hmm. it. But then I thought to myself, <laughs> how much of this is what you know white media does all the mm-hmm. time or, or how history kind of rewrites itself right. in a way, whether it's doing it intentionally to rewrite history, which I don't think um, Kent Powers or Regina King was doing right. at all. Uh, but it made me kind of think of like, you know, why do I have these feelings, you know, towards this film because of its importance, because mm-hmm. of, you know, how it can get mis- misconstrued. Um, but at the same time, this has happened throughout, throughout Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? On
1: yeah. That? Um, well, for me, I think it, it, it was, I think it's a, it's a feel good movie just to watch at, 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 on
0: surface deep, you
1: know, don't go looking, diving in, like we just said, all that backstory, but I do you make a great point, saying that it's a cliff note of of all these characters because it's truly it truly is. And and it, I think for anyone that doesn't know anything about um, uh, these characters, regardless of you know your your nationality, race, what whatnot, I, I encourage you to to just do research, um, look these individuals up, and see what they went through. And and it's it probably going to be uh you're probably going to go down a rabbit hole because there's going to be all these other in other prominent figures. He didn't know, oh, I didn't know he was tied to him. You know, like I'm sure um, you know, Kareem Al dojabar will come up or, you know, a lot of people know, you know, he's, yeah. you know, he went to um or Lou sender before he, you know, changed his name. But so there's a lot of these different figures and, and even those that weren't necessarily associated with um the nation of Islam at the time or with that that group of individuals, they were associated because of the industry or whatnot you know like they mentioned like i said Jake, jackie wilson and james brown and just different individuals but um for me to answer your question i think for the film to kind of i think i always like to see it more true true to the point especially when it's uh if it's going to be a factual depiction of these these characters i like to kind of keep the storyline but i get you know you know hollywood has to you know sell you know the viewings and things like that so you want to get you know, you got to throw a little sprinkle of, uh, you know, fantasy in there or whatnot. And, and I thought they did that, but, but, but also not losing, losing track of the point, you know, and keeping, keeping honed in on, okay, this is where the focal point is. This is, and really what it is, the film is truly about. I, I, when you, you wrap it up and you tie the bow, I think it's really about four, uh, African-American or black figures prominent and what they stood for, for. Uh, black people at the time in the civil rights movement and what they were capable of doing. You got to think these are four successful black males, not just any males. They're successful in all their crafts, and what that does from an outside point of view. Say, I was growing up in that time. I'm I'm looking at them. I'm like, man, well, um, this is this is who I, I aspire to be like. You know, like not not necessarily just one of them, but maybe taking a a bit of each one of them and and incorporating that in myself. And how can I be a better person, um, regardless of of black, white, purple, yellow, but just being a better person overall. And I think that's what you start to see. And I wish the film maybe could have been a little longer. But you start to see that um, when they at the end, when change is going to come and and them kind of hashing it out, Sam Cooke and Malcolm X hashing it out after after. Jim Brown has that that heart to heart with Malcolm. Um, you get to see yeah. that like, hey look, you know we're 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 trying to we're both talking the same language, but just in different arenas and so why are we at each other's yeah. throat? this is at each other's throat? this is what it is it, it isn't about this is counterproductive now because now i'm I'm blasting you or I'm at you because you're not seeing it through my lens and I'm not seeing it through your lens, but we're talking the same language, you know so um.
0: And that and that's isn't that just the root of a lot of our right. arguments as you know even even at an individual level with different friends or colleagues mm-hmm. we have there there might be just a misunderstanding um, or even on a larger scale politically mm-hmm. or otherwise um, but I think you know you made a good point like the meat of this movie the, like the actual context the questions being raised the discussion being had is incredibly important and I think if this film does anything it makes you think it makes you want to have conversation about, about these figures about mm-hmm. this time. I mean, you think about it, you know, this all happened, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 35, this happened yes. before our mm-hmm. time, you know, at this, so it's interesting to see, you know, this historical take that we didn't have any evidence of firsthand that we were able right. to experience, you know, we have what's right. happening <laughs> now. Right. And uh, all, mm-hmm,
1: but no, but it's, it's all through, uh, through our yeah. parents. You know like i knew of sam cook because of my 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 folks or or um you know same with malcolm x or or jim brown through film you know watching what at the time was what they would call black exploitation films you know superfly you know coffee you know coffee brown all those all those uh Hell up in Harlem, you know, for those that don't know, but those were <laughs> Fred Williamson was actually another uh, ex-football player, you know. So those films, you know, and, and all those guys. And then everyone knows, I think, at the end of the day, what, what what Muhammad Ali, you know, did and stood for and things like that. And his bravado presence and things like that. And and being that, I think he was probably um, a stepping stone for everybody in the sports realm to actually be be okay to be being monstrous or revoistrous, because before when you think about it when people played sports you think about Jackie Robinson you think about anyone um a Brett, uh Bart Starr all, all those old school uh original like pioneers of the sport you know they they weren't they kind of did their job and that was it it wasn't nothing about being in the camera being in your face you know but I think Muhammad Ali made it okay to to <laughs> to do yeah. that so
0: I think this movie was, was really mm-hmm. well done. Um, like I said at the beginning, started a little slow. I was, I was just hesitant to have high expectations, but um, I think it paid off there in the end um do you have any any final uh, thoughts no i
1: just i recommend like i said everyone to go see it no matter i mean everyone's familiar with these characters and place in history and i don't know uh how much of um even though this is not necessarily a, a history podcast but i know a lot of this may not get shared in in classrooms these days or what's taught in school but just for your own personal knowledge or gain if you you know it doesn't hurt to pick up a book check check out Read up on these characters first if you want before or after. You may want to do it before and then watch the film, and, and then that way you come in with a, a better light of okay, this is fact versus fiction. But if you just want to see oh, the movie for what it's what, for what it's worth, I, I definitely agree uh, to go see it, uh, check it out. But um, but overall, my closing, like I said, I think it's it it it's it couldn't have been probably a better time to have something like this. You know, it 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 makes um a bright light out of something that could be somber. Uh, especially with with the state of uh what things have been in lately with the country and things like that unfortunately um but but i think it's just a good it's a good film movie um like i said i wish it would have maybe been a little bit longer kind of maybe gone in more in depth about um the characters more on a personal level but it wasn't about that like we talked about you know they, they give you just enough to really you could shed some light on it but overall i thought it was a um a great film and i thought, thought, thought regina king did an excellent job and and um uh, maybe she'll follow this up with other other um light films with other pr- prominent characters i mean i would love to do something something on some some people i'm maybe not so familiar with you know whether it's um uh i'm just throwing this name out but maybe uh i'm a big fan of his but gandhi you know things like that where you you know there's been films done where it's portrayed him but it's has it really been you know what what <laughs> what he was stood for what he said same just like uh the name uh, escapes me right now but um nelson mandela be another one um you know you've sure. seen so many films depicted of him but how but what about those particular moments like with apartheid and things like that that took place like i would really like to yeah Deep dive mm-hmm. on a
0: specific event just a hundred percent i agree one thing I did want to mention before we close uh, was an acting job by, uh, I, I hope I say her name right, uh, Jokina mm-hmm. Kalukango, who was Betty X, who plays Malcolm X's wife. Um, there weren't a lot of female roles in this movie, again, because it, it's predominantly focused on these four men, um, but the every scene that she was in, she got my attention. She was all in <laughs> for the mm-hmm. acting uh, of... You know, Malcolm X's wife, her concerns for Malcolm, his well-being, his mentality, um, the nation of Islam, like everything concerning on Malcolm's mind was kind of voice boxed through his wife, Betty. And I just want to give her uh, the actress a shout out because I thought she did. a Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's an exciting time for cinema. I'll say, Uh, you know, theaters have kind of taken a hit Mm -hmm. with the pandemic taking place. So we have everything streaming Uh, just yesterday. Judas and the Black Messiah came out. Um, I'm excited for that one. Uh, it looks really, really good, but yeah, I, I, I think this was an incredible movie. Like you said, Shay, everyone should watch it, do some research at some point, mm-hmm, whether it's mm-hmm. before or after, but it's definitely worth your time. So check that one out. Uh, Shay, thank you again for taking the time. I know today is, uh, <laughs> your, your yes. wife's birthday. Yeah, no, my well, pleasure.
1: Thank no, thanks there. for having me. I, I, it's, it's been an honor and I, I hope to, um, Hope you guys give this a listen and hope it it, it uh, hopes helps you, you know, along your journey, you know, when you
0: guys watch the film and whatnot.
1: And I look forward to for the next one. Thanks, Michael.
0: Awesome. Hey, okay. thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye bye. Stay, Stay safe.
1: Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, no.